0: That a explains lot. a lot yeah. Well I was
1: looking at mine And I'm like Every time I talk It's like it's Both of them are Picking me up really good Yeah that'd be why Yep
0: Okay then I'm glad we solved that Fucking mystery Mystery solved The child's not around I can swear again
1: You is not want to get in trouble
0: I don't want to get in trouble With the child <laughs> <laughs> She gets really grumpy with me She does She does She catches it like that too It's wild Christian <laughs> bad words. I know I am <laughs> I don't apologize for it And I don't say I'm not going to do it I just am Yep all oh, right. Do it again, goddammit. <coughs> so, welcome to
1: Creature Crunch, the podcast where we take a monster, pump it full of bug juice, and then uh, let our players try to kill it. Just try. My name is Matt.
0: And I'm a random mime dressed like a clock.
1: And uh, we are starting our amazing uh, Guillermo del Toro themed month, Mayalmo del Toro.
0: Why is it in May? I don't know. <laughs> Why is it in May? <laughs> I really hope you didn't expect me to answer
1: that because I have well, no the, idea. Either. Yeah, you're, it, you're, <laughs> I'm not the brainchild of this. Yeah. I blame, I blame friend of the show Lance for for that. Um, but uh, <laughs> he's the one who came up with it. Uh, I I have a sneaky suspicion it's only it it was the best pun but, yeah, <laughs> of yeah. all of the months, but I don't know. But um, here we are. Here uh, we are. Here we are. Here we are. So we are doing one um, Del Toro directed movie a, uh, a, a week. week. For the next so month, you get four
0: episodes this month.
1: F- four Del Toros for the price of one month, and uh, we're we're leading this off with uh, Del Toro's very first, yeah, Chronos. Um, and Chris, um, you mm-hmm. were in charge of this one. Yeah, so... I was. I
0: kind of ran, picked this one up, and ran with it. Yeah. Um, so let's let's do this. Yeah. So yep, yeah, this was uh Del Toro's first movie, like altogether he start. it came out in 93 but he started thinking about it as far back as 1984 and it was called uh the vampire of the gray at that point instead of Kronos. so it took him about nine years to get it off the ground um it was a box office disaster it cost like close to two million to make which was the highest uh for a mexican movie at the time and got back like almost nothing. I think it opened in 24 theaters in America total and jeez
1: that it doesn't it, surprise me. Yeah, it
0: made back like an eighth of of its budget. That does not surprise me. It, it's a different little movie um but you can already tell like a lot of Del Toro's staples that he's going to have in other movies. You've got like the whole there's an old man who is a mentor to a small mute child and
1: bugs bugs lots bugs. of bugs yeah. yeah and yeah no no this this hat this movie definitely had the del toro veneer like smackled all over right right so i i could get that you got ron perlman got ron perlman yeah
0: <laughs> who's oh, amazing i love ron perlman
1: ron perlman is amazing um, yeah he's, he's a good dude <laughs> the uh, i just thought i had to note that um the most recent thing like Just last week, I watched a video of Ron Perlman yelling at uh, and cursing at a a politician, like Uh a douchebag politician, and uh, I I don't know the exact context to that, but I just remember I watched this video of him just basically swearing a lot at this politician. Yeah, yeah. And now I get to watch him go back in time a good 30 years and do the same thing, only not to a politician, just just to everybody (laughs) right
0: it's so weird seeing him so young in this movie this was released as part of the criterion collection here in the states uh which gives it a bit of clout it's the first foreign language movie we've done here on the show it is it is, uh, which is kind of cool even though it's not entirely in spanish it is mostly in spanish
1: which also threw me off because uh i went into this almost 100 percent blind right uh, I was unfamiliar with this movie completely, uh, other than what you had mentioned in passing oh, yeah. during these planning stages. And I remember you mentioning, oh, we need to watch it in subtitles. And I was like, and that, that clued in me. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, of course, this is an old del Toro movie. It's going to be in Spanish. And then the first narration, the is opening in English, is in English. Yeah, yeah. And I, okay, so I bought this on Amazon digitally. Uh-huh. And the file that I bought was Kronos, parentheses, English subtitled. Right. And when it starts going in English, like...
0: Yeah, like, yeah, it yeah. it was,
1: I was like, oh my God, is this dubbed? So I clicked the option for subtitles and it says subtitles off and there's no other option. I was, I was getting pissed. I was like, <laughs> are you kidding me? I got swindled. Yeah. But then of course I, things got right, right, <laughs> things right, right. fixed. but
0: <laughs> Yeah. I, I actually watched our, uh, our Criterion collection DVD from the library I work at. We don't have all of the Criterion movies, but we try to keep as many of them as we can. So we we had a few copies of this one, which made me happy. Then we have a large uh, Spanish collection, and this was part of that too. So that that was good for us. But yeah, let's jump right into this crazy, crazy vampire movie. So as you mentioned, we start with an English voiceover talking about an uh, alchemist who fled the Spanish Inquisition to Mexico, becoming the official watchmaker to the Spanish envoy in Mexico. While still seeking eternal life. So he's... Guy had a lot going on. He did have a lot going on. But it is
1: it is important to have uh, your own side projects. Right, right. It's important right. to have, have your own personal
0: life outside of work. Yeah. Um, uh, he called the device Kronos, which makes this the fastest title drop we've had in one of our movies. Yeah, it was pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we jump forward about 300 years later, uh, where we find the Alchemist, now with, like marble looking skin uh has died in a building
1: collapse. Yeah, he's not invincible. Immortality does not equate invincibility. Right, right.
0: That's very important for what's going on here. Yep.
1: And and he died because he had some sort of debris go through his chest. Right, right. Which is also
0: important. Yeah, yeah. Uh after the fact the authorities raid his house and they discover a corpse of a man hung upside down, and being uh, exsanguinated.
1: Yeah, was just, like, there's a naked man hanging upside down. Are we not going to talk about this?
0: No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, they just keep talking about all of the uh, the alchemists' things. That, yeah, yeah.
0: N- n- but not the naked man. Okay. <laughs> and then I guess all of his belongings were sold at auction, but the Kronos uh, device wasn't found.
1: Yep. And he had, like, one of the important things um that the narrator wanted was the, the uh, alchemist's last words right uh, which was something in latin i'm pretty I sure i don't know what it means you didn't you didn't look into that let,
0: let me see if i can find yeah that let's real find quick. that out his last words Suo Tempore," which translates into either in my own time or in his own time so i think what it means is like he's finally he's saying that oh my time is up okay uh, basically okay um, so then we cut to a family eating breakfast. We've got uh, Jesus Gris, his wife Mercedes, and their granddaughter Aurora. Yep. Aurora yeah. is, is seemingly mute.
1: Yeah, she. I, I, I noticed that like, most of in the movie, I was like, wait, has she even said a word? No.
0: Jesus Gris or uh, Jesus Grey, mm-hmm. which relates to del Toro's original title of the movie, Vampire oh, of the Grey. Okay. Yep. I think that was just for him more than anything, because that doesn't really come up for... No, it doesn't, but... Uh, So we have them eating breakfast. Uh, Then Jesus and Aurora go to Jesus' antique store. And they play hopscotch. And they play hopscotch and do all sorts of... like. And then, and then they seem absolutely perplexed that a customer actually comes into the store well he's kind of a sketchy dude and he's <laughs> just kind of like feeling up well, I know, everything but like and they,
1: he walks in the store and they stop playing hopscotch and give him this look like the hell are you
0: doing here? well it like over the course of this movie we see exactly two people enter the store i know I and know. both of them are bad guys
1: <laughs> <laughs> i just i just had that note though it was really funny but you're right, the sketchy guy, and he's, he's awful handsy he, with the merchandise. He's feeling up
0: everything, he's uh, poking through, like, packaged antiques, and finds uh, an angel statue. Mm-hmm. Which is apparently what he's looking for. Jesus asks him, you know, what he wants, and the dude just, like, bolts. Yeah, he just, he grace. He yeah, he, he is afraid of it. Um... Then we have, which again, uh, if
1: if you've ever worked in customer service, you know is yeah like, yeah like no that's the best way to defuse a would be shoplifter is with good customer service yeah, exactly. And this is like you draw attention to them, and nine times out of ten they'll they'll just leave
0: yeah. So. Um. Then we have Jesus and Aurora putting together a simple puzzle, and roaches begin to pour out of the angel statue that the customer is looking at. Yeah, because. Del Toro. Del Toro and his bugs. His bugs. And especially roaches. Uh, Aurora begins to smash them, but... Jesus, <laughs> she
1: goes... She goes buck wild on those things. She isn't putting up with any bug shit today. No, no. <laughs>
0: just, they, they fucked with the wrong mute girl this time. Oh my god. Uh, but Hesu stops her, telling her, if you provoke them, it will be worse. I don't know what that has to do with anything, but... It, it, it was incredibly ominous. It was very ominous, but, like, it doesn't really... doesn't amount to anything... No, I don't
1: know why. It was just like, no, <laughs> Senor Greece, you kill them because otherwise they're going to breed, and that's going to provoke
0: them. Right, right. <laughs> uh, Jesus uh, checks out the angel statue to see where these roaches are coming from, and finds a weird little amulet wrapped in cloth inside of it. The titular Chronos device. Yep. Uh, Our sketchy guy from earlier is talking with his colleague, uh, and that colleague is talking to Ron Perlman over the phone. Yeah. Uh, Ron Perlman is playing uh, Angel de la Guardia, or Guardian Angel. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, same meaning. Yep, yep, yep. (laughs) And he is the nephew of uh, Dieter de la Guardia, who is a, like... Shipping magistrate, and we'll find out more about him later.
1: See, I I didn't pick up a whole lot on what was going on with this guy. Yeah, um, all I had in my notes because um, again, because you don't you don't get name drops until right. late, late in the movie. I just referred to him as Bubble Man. Oh, yeah, yeah, because he's he lives in a bubble and yeah, <laughs> he's an old man. Yeah, so uh. <laughs> and you also have this moment where uh, Ron Perlman, after getting off the phone, he's walking through this like mill. Yeah, and you have exciting walking through the mill music. It's-
0: fine i'll tell him It's very strange. Do we see this building again? Because it's not the warehouse, is it? No, it is. Is it? Okay. I didn't think it was. Yeah. Maybe it's just I wasn't used to seeing it in daylight. And every other time they see it, it's at night. Yeah. And he is looking for the angel statue, um, presumably because there's the amulet inside of it. He wheels in dinner to his uncle who lives in seclusion. And dinner ends up being a bunch of pills and Yeah, just... an updated version of his will that he needs to sign. Yeah. Yeah, I had the
1: note he's, he's being served colors because that's all he refers to the pills as. Right, right.
0: Ah, lovely day for breakfast pills. Reds, yellows, blues. And the new draft of your will. Ready Shh. to
1: <laughs> And And I mean, honestly, I'd live that life. <laughs> if I could just eat
0: pills for 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 sustenance, I probably would. Well, it seems like he's doing it because he's very very sick. Well, he is very very sick. Yeah, I'm just yeah. saying. Also, he has
1: all of the other statuettes, like just like hung up, they're in, covered in plastic and yeah. hanging from chains from the ceiling. And I'm like, I, I why? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why is why?
0: <laughs> De La guardia's clean room is
1: weird. It's like, so
0: it's it's bizarre. very creepy because there's all those hung angel statues, and then in like in his little private corner of it, he's got those fish tanks that have his organs in them.
1: Yeah. And
0: um, little bits of him. And yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh man. And, and I don't know the clean room standards back then are apparently a lot different. I now don't know. Like Pearlman puts on gloves and, and like the, the booties. Yeah. Over yeah. His shoes and a mask and, and a mask. And then he walks in and, and takes it and all, takes all, <laughs> takes off the mask. Later on, you see him like bring in, you, you see, brings in Grease's shoes. Right. Like you go like this, Clearly isn't need doesn't need to be as sterile as they th- seem to think it. Like mm-hmm. he, he puts the the food tray on the little like window to serve it in there, but it's not like a sealed window. It's just a little open window.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> very strange. Like <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on with this place, but anyway, uh, De La Guardia is in fact looking for the angel statue. Um, he great and heal a little bit because that's kind of the relationship through the entire movie they don't really like each other very much but are kind of bound to each other through family ties well Perlman wants that inheritance yeah Perlman definitely wants the inheritance and uh yeah the uh, and he goes to Jesus's, uh antique store and buys the statue while Jesus is like wrapping it up and completing the purchase uh and he'll pulls out cards that are for a nose job, and is, like, asking them, like, hey, which one of these noses looks best? Uh-huh. Which is kind of a weird little through line in the Yeah,
1: movie. yeah, later on he's listening to a, a tape about plastic surgery, Uh huh. and it's like, okay, I mean, it doesn't amount to anything, but it's yeah, just, it's just kind of a weird thing. It's yeah. It's just like, okay, I mean, good for him being super forward about the the nose job. He's, he's, I guess, yeah. I mean, he's it's, clearly excited about it, you know, it's chase really your bliss, weird. my man, but... yeah. He also starts, like, while he's buying the statuette, he starts whistling, we wish you a
0: Merry Christmas. Well, it, the movie takes place over Christmas. But I didn't catch
1: that until oh, really? later
0: on. Because there's a sign, like, earlier when Jesus is driving to the antique store that says uh, Feliz Navidads. Oh, okay. See, I missed that. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't
1: catch I didn't catch on to that until later on when you see the Christmas tree in their door. Yeah. But it's later in the movie. So, like, when I was watching this, he started whistling this. And I was just like, why? What is going
0: on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just thought he liked Christmas carols. <laughs> <laughs> he plays with uh Aurora a little bit, like giving her some gum and is generally like actually kind of charming. It is. Uh later um, Jesus is working to like restore the amulet and he finds out it's got a wind-up crank on it. So he winds that critter up and it starts ticking and then sinks like stinger legs into his hand. Yeah, it grows horrible bud legs and latches on right into his hand. Right, right. Uh, Jesus rips it off his hand but like he bleeds everywhere. Oh god, there's so much blood. There's a lot of blood. I mean, I yeah. know
1: hand wounds tend to bleed a lot but dang. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah um Jesus's wife mercedes teaches tango lessons and apparently jesus does not have any like first aid supplies at his store because yeah. he's gotta go pick up his wife to fix him
1: yeah he, he he shows up and it's like i'm sorry to interrupt but i have an awful lot of blood on me yeah like, his shirt is just coated in blood his hand is bloody it's, like,
0: it's very funny dang he just did not know what to do with any of this. No. <laughs> I mean, I can relate.
1: Like that's how I am. Marriage, marriage has really made me in more like incompetent individual because like (laughs) I'll I'll get severely wounded and my first response is I gotta call Penny. I gotta I gotta tell Penny. I gotta gotta let her know I have a boo boo. (laughs) She'll know what to do. Like a few years ago when we moved into the house and I was trying to take down that weird partition wall right and I accidentally dropped it on my big toe because I'm an idiot. Like my first response was to hobble upstairs <laughs> with my sock pooling in blood, get to the bathroom and call Penny immediately. And she had to walk me through what to do. <laughs> so so no, I get this. Yeah. I get this.
0: You and Jesus are a lot alike, man. <laughs> uh all right. Um but yeah uh Mercedes Starts cleaning up his hand wound and pulls out what looks like an insect stinger from it. Yeah. Like was, a pretty big one. It was awful. Uh, we flash forward to the middle of the night. Jesus has his hand all bandaged up and he goes to raid the fridge because he is a thirsty, thirsty man. God, he's thirsty. They have like a... Uh,
1: a pitcher of water. A, like
0: Yeah, it's like a gallon of water and he just downs like almost the whole almost thing. Almost
1: all of it, yeah. yeah. It's just like gulp, 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 gulp. And it's like, okay, cool. Gulp, 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 I'm like, okay, slow down, man.
0: Gulp, 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 I'm like, damn, <laughs> damn, son. Yeah. Well, that's one thing is like he keeps describing how thirsty he is all the time. And later he finds out it's not for water. Yeah. But Well, you we don't know that now. We don't know that yet. Unless you know what the movie's about, then well, you do.
1: That's true, it's true. But Um And they have a pile of raw meat on a plate in the it, fridge for I some think reason. It, I think it's awful. What's that? <laughs> I think it's awful, too. What'd you say? <laughs> it's awful. Yes, I'm getting you. It's It's pretty bad. It's gross. I don't know why they have it. What is that? It's awful.
0: <laughs> you Chris, you're talking in circles right now. I'm going to launch myself across the table at you. O-F-F awful.
1: <laughs> That's not how you spell that.
0: God. <laughs> Uh, okay. Cujo's the dog. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, so
0: um I'm, Yes, I'm pretty sure it's awful for tomorrow's menudo or whatever.
1: Oh, okay, okay.
0: If you say so. I'm so mad at you.
1: Pile um, of raw meat. Okay, yeah, yeah.
0: And he's like eyeballing it, like, ooh, what's this? Should I do I wanna this looks the ante- appetizing. I should eat all this. And then he like, no, that's a crazy thing to do and closes the fridge.
1: Yeah, he he briefly debates washing down his
0: gallon of water with some raw meat. hmm <laughs> Uh, we flash a little bit ahead. I don't know if it's the same night or if it's a different night or what, but Jesus is like pacing around his house, uh, like clawing at his bandage. He grabs a pair of scissors and tries to cut the bandages off. I didn't and... think he was
1: trying to cut it. I think he was trying to scratch it. Was that what it was? Yeah. Okay. He, it was really itchy. It looked like he was trying to scratch it. Okay, there that must that he, must
0: be it then. And that's
1: why he was like gnawing at it like an animal because right. it, it okay. itched so bad.
0: Okay. I was wondering why he couldn't just. Take, Take the bandages off. off. Right,
1: right. See, that was my first thought too. But that, no, that, no makes I, to that makes a lot more sense. That uh,
0: makes a lot more sense. Aurora is in her bed coloring by glow stick light. As you do, as you do. Yep. And she hears uh, Jesus like wandering around downstairs.
1: And this is where I saw the Christmas tree, and I, yeah, yeah. I put the puzzle pieces together.
0: Okay. Uh, Jesus uses the device again and lets it sting him, uh, praying to God the whole time. Uh, and lets the process continue longer than it did the first time. The Chronos device grows like a s- actual stinger and pierces his flesh.
1: Yeah, like it, it stings right into his like wrist. Right. In a very gruesome fashion. Like it was yeah. a very. There's. The, it it's was a visceral. Intense, movie. It was a very visceral scene, and it, it's like it's it, it kind of feels
0: like it's shooting him up with some some kind of drug. Something. Yeah. Uh, we get like a cut inside of the Chronos device where there's a lot of clockwork and which a big, a, which
1: is a really cool shot. It's by a way.
0: neat shot, and I'm, I'm Cause, yeah, because
1: you can tell that they actually built some sort of model or uh-huh. something to film this, so it looks like it's a huge set,
0: right? And yeah, there's this bug in there
1: it's like a horrible living bug thing in there yeah yeah that's it's ooey it's ooey
0: um i guess like after production all of the prop chronos devices were stolen (laughs) um del toro does currently have one but it's a replica it wasn't one of the original ones from the movie which which sucks yeah like that's because yeah. they look really cool. like They do. Del Toro's prop work is always impeccable. Like yeah. He makes sure that stuff gets made like to his specifications. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And you know how important it is to him if you ever see his house. Yeah,
0: I love his house so much. <laughs> I want to just hide in there and live. But yeah, we see that bug inside of the, the Kronos device, and the bug doesn't look like it's in good shape. It's like writhing in there, and doesn't seem to appreciate being stuck in the amulet. Yeah. And meanwhile, we get a cut to Jesus, who is in near ecstasy from this process yeah like, laying down on the steps and just like his eyes roll back in his head and just like really getting into it yeah
1: and there's a lot of shots of him with his shirt open and yeah. the only note I had was damn this guy's in really good shape
0: yeah for an old man he's in good good shape he gets in better shape too he does Aurora is watching him like go through this religious ecstasy over the device and he has to reassure her that no he's, he's fine he's cool everything's okay everything is okay uh, the next morning, Jesus is, like, checking himself out in the mirror and shaves off his mustache. Which I personally think is a huge downgrade.
1: <laughs> he looks so much better with the mustache. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, he looks a lot younger he looks, without. He's supposed and to that's be looking the, younger, yeah. but I don't care. He looks so good with the mustache. <laughs> he, he had a pretty cool mustache. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, Mercedes tells him that she doesn't really like having him without the mustache because it makes him look too young. And then she eventually, like, Rollins, says, like, oh, okay, no, you're, you're kind of hot-looking young, so. yeah, <laughs> He drives back to the antique store and finds that the uh, padlock that he uses to seal it has been opened and the store has been completely tossed. Yeah, it's somebody broke in
1: and uh, clearly Pearlman was looking for the Kronos device.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he finds a laminated business card left on his desk uh, from uh, De La Guardia Enterprises with the words, We are open all night.
1: Okay, so um, I had a, a note here, because uh-huh. it shows the front of it, and it says De La Gorda Enterprises, uh-huh. but it's all in Spanish. Right. And the subtitles very helpfully repeat everything on that business card. Oh, really? word in Spanish. Cool. So, like, it's like it shows it, and then on the, the subtitles pop up as if it's like, oh, this is the translation, and it's just exactly what's written on the card. It's like,
0: thanks. Cool. That was... <laughs> unnecessary. Yeah, I'm glad I watched the Criterion version of this than the Amazon version. Yeah, I like bet. it was a little better. <laughs> I bet because it was just like
1: All right, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> just in case you could I couldn't read that, I guess.
0: So that night, uh Jesus heads over to the uh, Delagardia Enterprises and is met by Anil, um who leads him to Mr. Delagardia in the clean room.
1: He's eating colors colors again.
0: He's eating colors again. Red is his favorite today. Yeah. (laughs) The red ones are especially good today. But uh, Mr. De LaGuardia had found the alchemist's notes written in backwards Latin, which describes uh, the Kronos device, what it does, and how to use it.
1: And he also mentions that there's rules there's that rules you for it. need to follow. Yeah. He, he intentionally withholds that information from Senor Greece.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because uh, he finds out that Jesus has used the device. Yep. So, and he wants a little bit of control over Jesus.
1: Yeah, because he, he, want, he wants the device. He wants the device, wants yeah. It because um, this is kind of where he... He gives a lot of exposition here, and this is where he does tell uh, Jesus about the insect inside. Right. And, of course, Jesus is pretty skeptical that the insect is still alive. Mm-hmm. but hmm uh, But Bubble Man suggests that the insects are God's favorite creatures. Yeah, yeah. So he says insects aren't
0: God's favorite creatures. And then he, like, draws a lot of parallels between, like, stuff in the Bible to deer, different insects and arachnids and stuff yeah. like that.
1: But, um, so, Bugs is like Jesus. It's, it's yeah, very probably. obvious now. Yeah, um, but then and this is where you learn that, yeah, he has cancer and he keeps all of his bits and bobs that the dark doctors carve off in, in little jars in a fish tank. Yeah. It's, it's, it's gruesome, weird and horrible.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, De f- like finds out that Jesus used the Chronos on himself and is kind of pissed about that because he was the one to use it and has Angel remove him.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah. This is where after
0: taking, uh, like a shoebox that Jesus had brought with him, thinking that, okay, this is the device, like, I don't need you to get out of here. Yep. Uh, Deligardia opens the box, and it's actually the busted lock from Jesus' shop. Yeah, it's just the padlock. Yeah. Jokes on him. Yep. Jesus returns home to check that the Kronos device is still where he left it, and it is gone, taken by Aurora. Yeah,
1: Aurora props has it. and Totally got it.
0: Yep. Uh, she's afraid of the device, and is scared that it's doing something to her grandpa, and is afraid it's changing him or hurting him in some way. Uh, he tells a story about her father, about how once um, he saw like a news program or something about people with lung cancer and got afraid for Jesus because Jesus smokes a lot. Yeah. So he took all of Jesus' cigarettes and, and tobacco and, and tobacco and flushed them down the toilet. Yep. <laughs> and uh, like Jesus says, that didn't really, Solve the situation because Hesus was just going to go by more. more, but now they had a thing to talk about and work through it. Yeah. And that's what he wants to do with Aurora. He's like, I don't know if this thing is going to, I don't know if this thing is going to do to me, but it's doing something. And if we, as long as we're together, we'll be less afraid.
1: Yeah. It, <laughs> he he basically manipulates her into letting right. her enable him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's not great. But... Yeah.
1: Cause she gives it back and he immediately shoots up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And he does so into his chest.
0: Yeah, like, right over his heart. Yep, that seems safe. Yeah. um, He asks the bug inside the device if it is a god, and then says that whether it is or not, it's very good for him. Like, he can feel the changes in him. Yeah. uh, His skin heals faster from the piercings this time, and, like, has a weird sticky residue all Ew, over it. Yeah, it's, it's pretty gross. gross. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the three of them, Jesus, Mercedes, and Aurora, go to a dance that's like a combination Christmas, New Year's dance.
1: It's it, it's a New Year's Eve party. Yeah, um,
0: because they do with the countdown at the end. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and this is where there's a dude dressed as a clock. There, there's a fucking mime in the background <laughs> dressed like a clock, and no one says anything about it. Nope he's just there
1: yeah i there there's a scene where like you can see him in the background yeah. a little bit later he in like in another scene <clears throat> He's featured a little bit more predominantly. Right. And that actually made me sad. I was really hoping he would just be left as a
0: background thing. <laughs> well, he's featured more prominently, but at the same time, nobody like... Nobody addresses Addresses it. the mime in the room. <laughs> well, they Chris, that is what you're supposed to do, him. Chris. If yeah. There's a,
1: if there is a mime in the room, you need to just not address it. No. Don't look it in the eye. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, that triggers their attack. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't want to provoke them. The entire time that they're there, Aurora is like as bored as I would be at one of these functions. Just like she is... Just ready to be done with it.
1: Yeah, because she's been instructed not to look at the mime.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't, don't, do don't, don't make eye don't contact. Don't mime. his with the eyes, rhyme. he'll attack.
1: Yeah, and therefore, there's nothing to do. Yeah. There's nothing to look at.
0: Um, a m- different party guest nearby the group has, like, a sudden bloody nose attack. The worst bloody nose I've ever seen in history. It's rough. It is <laughs> like, some rough shit. Like he has this
1: full like fancy napkin up to his mouth and it's getting coated in blood yeah and his shirt is getting coated in blood it's like damn dude at
0: first first i thought he was like coughing up blood like he had i don't know something Tuberculosis yeah, like
1: it, it, it definitely felt like there was something worse going on right and it, I was just like oh man this is intense and then he goes to the bathroom and no it's just directly bloody nose like yeah. what
0: <laughs> yeah Jesus follows him to the bathroom because the blood is like attracting him at this point uh-huh. the mime is still fucking around yeah Um, the man like says like oh I get this all the time because of the heat and it's like you need <laughs> to get that looked at my man because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you are dying you sir. <laughs> have, yeah if nothing else you're probably feeling pretty damn anemic right now uh huh um, he needs to go back and have a Twix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something. Um, but he's bled all over the sink, and then, like, an asshole just leaves it there. Yeah.
1: Just awful.
0: Yeah. And then, no, Grease, please don't lick up the blood. Pretty pretty, please? Uh, well, he, he's not, like... He goes up, and he's, like, first he's trying to, like, scoop it into his hand. He uh, just kind of plays with oh, it a
1: little bit. <laughs> please don't lick up the blood.
0: And then another party guest comes out of the bathroom and is just like, Oh, man, who... Leaves all this everywhere. This place is going to the dogs. I hate this party. Yeah,
1: and then this guy just cleans up the blood. With cleans his hands. up the blood.
0: Wow. Nope. Whatever. Like. And Hesus the whole time was just like, no, that's that was mine. <laughs> my blood. No.
1: It was, my, it was my snack blood.
0: But luckily, I guess the uh, first blood, the bloody man, had leaked onto the floor a little bit.
1: No, oh, I, beg, I beg of you, please don't lick it up off the floor. Yeah,
0: and then then Jesus goes down and just like slurps up that blood. God damn it. Just, uh, la, 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 la. But while he is licking it up, uh, he gets a boot right to the fucking face. Kick <laughs> right to the face. <laughs> and just knocks him completely out. Yeah. And this is where the movie goes into overdrive. <laughs> yeah, the, the,
1: the movie the movie kicks up from here. Yeah, it's like... Okay, I'm not going to lie. Um, this type of movie is not my shtick. Uh-huh. I was bored through a good chunk of this. Uh uh-huh. But this is where it really is like, okay, I'm. you got me now.
0: <laughs> yeah. See, I was loving this because it's just like, okay, here's... Character studies of weirdo people, right? And like one of them is turning into some sort of monster. There's an old crazy guy who is looking for immortality. Ron Perlman is there, <laughs> and then it just goes kind of bonkers here in the second act,
1: yeah.
0: Because, uh, and Hill, we it was the person who kicked Jesus in the face, we find out, has kidnapped him, uh, t- stuffed him in his car, and drove him up to a cliff, yeah. Where he is trying to find out like where the, the, device. the device is. Drag, drags him out of the car, beats ten kinds of hell out of him. Yeah. Beats him so badly that he thinks he kills him. Right. And then he shoves him back in the car and pushes that car over a cliff. Yep.
1: because But as he's pushing it, he's like, oh, he ain't dead. Yeah. But then he lands. And he still isn't dead. Never mind, he is. He is yeah. Dead. He's totally yeah. dead.
0: <laughs> we get a little bit of monologuing from Jesus while he's dying. He's like realizing that, oh shit, I am about to pass away from this life. Uh, and his last thoughts are of Aurora. Yeah. Because even though he did kind of gaslight her into helping him with his Kronos addiction, he does love her quite he a bit. He does
1: care about her. Yeah. She's a cute kid. That's that's how, it, I mean, addictions don't make you not care about the people uh-huh. close to you. It's just, <laughs> it's complicated. It's, yep.
0: it's a bad situation. And then we immediately jump from like, Jesus' dying scene into jesus being worked o- or jesus being worked over by a couple of funeral uh preparers they're, they're a mortician f- yeah mortician that's the word i was looking for
1: yeah he's he's being <laughs> by a mortician with, in a like this guy with a mortician with the meanest mutton chops i've I ever seen i fucking love this
0: dude good <laughs> lord he's great
1: wife <laughs> beater and an apron and it's yeah just,
0: <laughs> all right and he, he's working on um jesus and he's like putting the clay over his face and putting the makeup on him and then when his mouth shut sewn his mouth shut and then the uh the funeral director is like oh by the way the wife is having him cremated and the guy whose name i have discovered is tito freaks out and is just like why didn't you tell me why am i putting all this effort into this when he's just gonna get lit on fire yep. this sucks yeah <laughs> i am an artiste
1: <laughs> <laughs> right it's great it is good oh. yeah he, he, he even mentions it after he's like wow, you're doing really good work. That is amazing. Yeah. By the way, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's a shame. <laughs> I mean, it kind of does beautiful. because they do
1: have a wake, but still. Yeah, but <laughs> I can definitely, there's a difference an between open like... a casket wake.
0: Right, But right. It, yeah, but yeah, it's very funny. <laughs> um, We cut to and Hill, who is listening to his audiobook on plastic surgery when he is summoned by his
1: uncle. And he swears an, an awful lot.
0: <laughs> yeah, he is... He yeah, is yeah.
1: so upset about this. Yeah. And I don't blame him because he goes up there and uh, his uncle beats the ever living shit out yeah, of
0: him. Yeah, he just gets beat up by this sick, dying old man who wants to know what happened to Jesus. More specifically, Hesus's heart.
1: Yeah, he, he seems to be wanting to make sure that... Um, like, he's very concerned about that. Not only is he, you know, remorseful that he won't be able to find the Kronos device. Right. But he wants to make sure that Greece is dead. Yes, yes. And yeah, he is very concerned about the heart.
0: The heart, yes. Uh, and while he's beating the crap out of him, uh, he tells Hill that he knows nothing of dying. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's it's in kind of intense just watching big ol' Ron Perlman get the shit kicked out of him by this old man who walks around on two canes. and. yeah. And again, lots of blood. Lots of blood, yeah.
1: Breaks the hell out of Perlman's nose. Oh, yeah. Honestly, though, less blood than the guy who got the bloody nose from the I dry know, weather. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> from the heat.
0: Yeah. But, uh, Angel goes to Jesus' funeral, um, and is, like, checking out the corpse to make sure he's actually dead. Like, honks his nose a couple times yeah, to make well, sure he's he, not breathing. He, yeah, exactly. And Shoves some trash in his pocket. <laughs> yeah,
1: being super disrespectful and just... Ron Perlman, that is Ron Perlman. Yes,
0: he's so good in this. He's he's good in everything. I love watching this man work. <laughs> um, after the funeral, uh, the morticians prepare to cremate Jesus, but the furnace goes out before they can. Yep. So Tito goes downstairs to relight the furnace, and Tito has a banana in his apron for some reason. <laughs> he's hungry. <laughs> <laughs> like I noticed that. I again,
1: it's one of those where like I saw it while he was walking around, yeah. and I'm just like, oh, what? <laughs> it's like he's got all of his his tools and equipment in his apron. And then there's a banana sticking out of one of the pockets. You get hungry on the job, Matt. You need the potassium. <laughs> yeah, later on, it's, oh, it was an after cremation snack.
0: Yeah, yeah. Still, you gotta was, reward yourself. It
1: was, like, what? <laughs> it was just one of those small touches that. Yeah. Oh man.
0: Uh, he but Tito relights a furnace and sends uh, Jesus to get toasted, but uh, Jesus has. His, Checked out. <laughs> his, 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 his
1: just decided to get up and leave.
0: Yeah, yeah, he he was bored of this whole situation. Needed to go do something else.
1: Yeah, well, it, it it's actually a really good scene because you know he he goes down. We mm-hmm. follow him go down to, to plug the leak and the gas with the with the cloth because that's how you did it. Yeah, back in the uh, eighties, but um, in early nineties. Early nineties, and uh, he. Goes, Although the movie is set in nineteen ninety seven. That's so how you it did in the future. Okay, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> but that's how you did it back then. Right. But um, he goes back upstairs, and the coffin lid is open, mm-hmm. and he can't see inside because he's on the other side of it. Right. So and he just, just kind of shoves kinda it shut, closes and, it, yep. and and of course your thought is, oh, Ron Perlman came and scooped up the body and or something. He, he puts pushes it into the fire, and then Perlman shows yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. He's he'll like, show hey, up. I'm here for the body. I need to look. You know, I need something in the
0: body. And he, he says he or he's a friend of the deceased, and he wants to see the body one last time right. before they cremate it. And Tito's like, sure, regular or extra crispy. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's it's a neat reveal of like because
1: you think that they stole the body, right? But then you, they show up and it's just like, oh no, the no, they did not left. <laughs> Yeah.
0: Yeah. Outside, um, we see Jesus grab some broken glass and cut the stitching from his mouth shut, and like try and figure out what the hell happened to him because he is mm-hmm. shocked to still be walking around.
1: And I had a note that from this point forward, uh huh, his. The suit jacket that he was yes. wearing is completely turned around through the rest of the movie? Yes.
0: Why? <laughs> um, It's because they put a funeral jacket on him in the funeral scene, right? and it closes in the back. It doesn't okay. close in the front. It closes in the back. So after he got up and started walking around, he turned it around so he could have the close in the front rather than the back.
1: Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. So you, you wore it more like a normal shirt instead of a funeral jacket.
1: Okay, but it just looks like it's backwards because right. that's how they're designed.
0: Right. Thank you. Yeah,
1: no, it's... Thank you. That it's, drove me nuts. Yeah, it's
0: very funny, and I really wish he would have gotten another shirt at some point, but... Right, like...
1: Oh, man, because it, it looked super goofy. It's it does. Like, he walks around, he like, his head's on backwards. Yeah, like, yeah.
0: <laughs> it gets very, like, um... Death becomes her in this fart. <laughs> like, it's very, like, okay, we have a guy who's basically indestructible. Let's slapstick him around a little bit. Uh-huh. And, okay, he's wearing stupid clothes. And it's it's very strange, it, but... It was bizarre. Yeah. Jesus finds his own ob- obituary in the paper and reads it and tries to call his wife Mercedes. Who and, thinks it's a very cruel prank. And just hangs up. up. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But Aurora seems to, like, sense that something is up. And she wakes up and goes downstairs uh, to greet her grandfather.
1: Yeah, like, I was impressed that she didn't immediately freak out when her supposedly dead grandpa shows up at her door looking like a zombie.
0: Well, I mean, she's the del Toro, like, special Moppet, so she probably has some sort of psychic powers of some kind.
1: Right, but still.
0: (laughs) She's got a connection to the monster. She, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, She leads him to the attic and gives him the Kronos device, which she had secreted away. And Jesus discovers that he is burned up by sunlight. He's allergic to that light. Yep. So Aurora shoves him inside of her toy box so that he can get some sleep.
1: <laughs> yeah. The, the, <laughs> the weirdest coffin I've ever yeah. seen. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's very indignant. Uh, the next day, Jesus tries to write a letter to Mercedes, trying to say, like, how painful his life has become. Like, every moment is agony for him. He misses her so much but he can't, like, get his hands to work properly to write. Like, he's a corpse yeah. walking around. He is not healthy. Uh, he then heads to uh, De La Guardia Enterprises to try and find out what the fuck is going on with him because mm-hmm. at this point, he's pretty sure something's wrong with him.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, it, like, he, he goes there at night uh, to try to sneak in because he he knows that, that Bubble Guy has... Um, has this this information that he right. was intentionally withholding like he's like this is the r- rules right and he wants to figure out what's going on there and we learn that this guy has some really awful security measures
0: yeah yeah i thought like when they showed uh jesus walking around in the warehouse i thought it was like security guard and it's just no it's jesus with a blanket over him and a hat yep. <laughs> and then we find out that aurora has snuck in with them and she's brought the chronos device Yep. thanks kid Jesus like pushes Aurora through the meal slot in Delagardia's clean room so that she can unlock it from the inside. And they try to find uh Delagardia's notes on the whole thing.
1: Yeah. But he finds that he, he he finds the notebook, but he finds that there have been pages written the, down. The
0: relevant pages have been removed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although I don't know if he would have been able to read it anyway, since it's written in backwards Latin.
1: I <laughs> Yeah, I think he was just
0: I, I Look, don't know. I I'm mean, gonna like. I'm just saying that if I found a notebook that was written in backward English, I probably wouldn't be able to read it.
1: <laughs> no, you're you're probably not wrong. But, I mean, first step is getting the notebook. Right, you can right. figure it out yeah, later. Yeah, I guess so. So, I don't know how you would know which pages were relevant, but... I Yeah, I got I mean, no I idea. guess when he opens it up and discovers there's pages ripped out, he's like, oh, like, this, well, this is probably what I'm looking probably, for. Yeah, that's probably what I need. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even if the guy, like, clearly wasn't trying to directly... Uh, hold something against him I would just open it up and be like those are probably what I need that's to probably that's what just I need my luck yeah. is
0: yeah yeah this dude's just completely fucking with me at this point <laughs> but um, after Aurora finds the notes uh, De La Guardia wakes up and confronts Jesus and uh, tells him to, like to peel it off yeah he, he starts
1: ripping off Grease's skin
0: yeah yeah it's nasty it's it's gross uh, underneath, like, the dead flesh, uh, Jesus has, like, a new marbled appearance, like the alchemist from the start of the movie. Um, and Jesus wants this to stop. <laughs> like, he's like, ah, this sucks, I hate this so much. Yeah. Delagardia pages he'll uh, from his little lair dungeon, in the warehouse. Dungeon yeah. in the basement, I guess. <laughs> basement dungeon, I guess. Uh, and then tells Jesus that... He needs human blood to survive because eternity does not come from a cow, <laughs> <laughs> and that his fate is tied to the device. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know why he bothered ripping those pages out if he was just going to tell Jesus the whole spiel anyway. Yeah. Well, he hey. also he also says that uh, not only did he rip out the pages, but he ate the pages. He ate the pages. Yes. Yes. So. But then he tells him anyway. Yeah. Uh, Jesus just wants out of this bargain. He wants to either. Be human and alive, or dead, not somewhere in between. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just trying. at this point, he's just like, "Here, just take the Chronos device." Yeah,
1: and 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 uh, Bubble Man is just like, "Okay, but I'm gonna still kill you." Right. I. Don't, he's trying to give
0: it to you, just. This is where his plan completely shatters. <laughs> it's like he's well, he's he's like so mad at Jesus because Jesus okay. has what he wants. Okay. He has. He has used the device. He's gotten reborn, and he doesn't want it. He wants to throw it away. Right. And that just enrages him. Right. So he stabs Jesus and prepares to stab him through the heart, and then Aurora just clubs him in the back of the head. Yeah. Violently. Yeah. Aurora's got some muscle. <laughs> like, for her, a little wayfish wave moppet, she's yeah, got some muscle. She she
1: she, uh, she wails on him like she did them cockroaches.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and Hill is coming up to meet his uncle, but is just taking his sweet time because he don't give a shit. Uh-huh. He is over this stuff. Like, he is done. Yeah. Uh, Jesus and Aurora prepare to split, but, uh, De is leaking on the floor. Yep. Leaking all that that good, good blood <laughs> juice, which, I mean, good God, Aurora walloped him. Yeah, like. she did. <laughs> uh, Jesus goes in for a drink, unable to resist that good, good red stuff. Um, Pretty much rips out
1: the guy's throat. Yeah,
0: rips out the dude's throat. He's got blood all over his mouth and chin and like down his chest and just covered in the stuff. And that's when, uh, and he arrives. So Jesus yeah. and Aurora go hide. And he is
1: thrilled to see his uncle dead. He bed. is
0: so happy. He starts saying, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. And he's doing a little dance. And uh-huh. and then it discovers that uh De La Guardia isn't quite dead yet. But it's okay, because he quickly remedies that. <laughs> just snaps his neck. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, dude, why didn't you just do that before? Like, if that's what you were going to... Right. That was, that was the end of this Yeah, of
1: that's what I was wondering. It's like, clearly he has no scruples. He has no qualms breaking the law. It's just like, if you want your uncle dead so badly... Yeah. I mean, I guess it could be... Stead- I, I, don't, I don't know.
0: Whatever. Anyway. Uh, while he... While Anil is snapping um, Delegardia's neck... Jesus and Aurora returns, and Aurora clubs clubs her second man of the night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they jump out a window. Yeah. They climb up the fire escape to the roof. And, uh, and Hill grabs a pipe and chases them. Uh, Jesus sends Aurora down a ladder so that she's safe. Uh, and then, and Hill just begins beating the shit out of this corpsey man.
1: Yeah, this fight scene is just... Ron Perlman beating up an old man with a pipe.
0: It is, it's not a fight scene, it's just a beating. Like, <laughs> yeah. it is, you think it's gonna be like, okay, we got the showdown between big buff Ron Perlman and a, like, new vampire guy. And no, no, no it's no, just Perlman it's, wailing
1: on him with a pipe for about a minute.
0: Yeah, it's, wow. <laughs> Jesus does not look good at the end of this. He's got more fleshy bits ripped off and... He's looking rough. He's looking pretty rough. Good makeup job. Good makeup. Yeah, the, the makeup's really good. Um, and then he, like, checks down a ladder to make sure that Aurora got away. Uh, and he'll, like, looks down to, like, see what he's looking at. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jesus just launches him off the roof with a spear. Yeah, he kills, he kills
1: Pearlman with the oldest trick in the book.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the old rooftop spear trick. <laughs> oh, it's <was> just, a... <laughs> it was just a... What's that over there? Ah! <laughs> just... <laughs> and then just... Carries him through the win- the roof of the warehouse, onto the ground, and uh, I guess this kills Anhil because he's Oh just yeah, no, gone. he's super dead. Yeah. Um, but Jesus is super fucked up by this. Um, he is seemingly dead, but Aurora uses the Kronos device on him, and it revives him. But his body is still super fucked up. Um, he pushes a hand into his stomach flesh...
1: And this is the moment that my daughter decided to come down and see what I was doing. Oh, nice,
0: nice, nice. Yeah, so I
1: had to pause it, and she's like, what's going on? I'm like, nothing, go away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't watch this old man rip his skin off, go. <laughs> Please don't watch this. <laughs> um. Yeah, he starts peeling off more of his old, dead flesh. And um, Aurora has cut her hand at some point in the process and is bleeding. And Jesus is looking at that like, oh, man, that Undersnack. looks super tasty. Yeah. <clears throat> he fights to avoid feeding on her, but Aurora says her first word, all movie. Uh, Abuelo. Saying, Abuelo. 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 Uh, bringing him back to his senses just long enough for him to smash the Kronos device and be done with the whole situation. Yep. He returns home where Mercedes is like, okay with seeing him. Yeah! I guess. Just completely nonplussed. It, this whole scene is like, told basically in silence over one extended shot yeah where we see like a fully marbleized uh jesus laying in bed and just waiting to pass one last time but we see mercedes like attending to him and aurora like you know spending time with him before he dies and then he's just gone and that's the end of the movie
1: that is where it ends
0: yeah so you were less familiar with this than i was matt but what did you think
1: uh, like I said, not not necessarily my type of movie.
0: Uh, a little too slow paced for me. Yeah.
1: Um, and you're right. Like the action things are not super entertaining because it's no. just watching Ron Perlman beat an old man with a pipe. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but the story the story mm-hmm. there is really touching. It's very nice. And like you were saying, the character study is is very good. Yeah. Um, I like the concepts involved. Uh, the ideas like. This is definitely not your traditional vampire. No, or, no. Or even your romanticized vampires. No, um, no.
0: Like, it, it's a weird combination of, like, the Dracula-style vampires and the old, like, oh, this is a corpse walking around vampires.
1: Right. Yeah, this is definitely not a glamorized depiction of no, vampires. No. in. in any regard no no like you don't even get super strength or the,
0: he doesn't even really get like vampire fangs like, no he just he gets... has to lick up the blood or like chew a dude's throat out
1: yeah no he he. all he gets is the aversion to sunlight mm-hmm. the um the, a an almost irresistible desire to drink human blood which he and... doesn't understand yeah for like the um, longest time yeah um marble skin and and eternal life. Those yeah. are
0: the, those. That's what you get for this vampire. Well, it's eternal life unless something happens to it.
1: Well, yeah, unless uh, <laughs> unless his heart is pierced or he is cut off from his
0: supply, or he gets in the sun. Like,
1: yeah, yeah, or or the sun. So it's
0: not even good eternal life. It's no, like
1: it's it's a pretty. <laughs> we
0: he, we see that he heals kind of fast, like when he pierces himself with the Kronos device that one time. But that
1: only comes up once. That only
0: comes up once. It's like would he have healed from that stuff when he went through the warehouse roof? We don't know. Like, yeah.
1: So. No, it, it definitely paints it in more of a, this is a curse than a, yeah, a blessing, yeah. which is, it's it's nice, especially in today's, like, I mean, the, the vampire craze is almost completely abated at this point, yeah. I would say, from, you know, a couple, uh, several years ago, mm-hmm. but, uh, or from from a decade ago, but... Uh, well, this
0: would have come out, like, right when Anne Rice was writing the original Vampire Chronicles, like, mm-hmm. uh, or like the, I guess it would have been like the, the midpoint of, of that, so, like, the romanticized vampires were definitely out there. Like, right, yeah. So this is a neat mm-hmm.
1: alternate take
0: on it. Definitely, definitely. But yeah, I, I, I like this movie a lot. You you can tell it's Del Toro's first movie. It's amateurish in a lot of ways. There are a lot of parts that... There's a lot of, like, way, yeah. weird cuts that felt very, like, daytime tv <laughs> Like, you could tell, like, okay, there's going to be a commercial, like, right after this. Yeah. Or somebody selling me soap or something. But... It also had
1: something that um, I am discovering is a very enjoyable aspect of some foreign films that we'll get into much later. Uh-huh. But um, in that uh, certain characters speak English and certain characters speak, you know, in this case, yeah. Spanish, but they seem to understand each other perfectly. and right. very, like Perlman definitely switches between the two. There's a reason for that in but, this
0: movie. Go ahead. Um, originally, Del Toro had wanted... Uh... And Hill to speak fluent Spanish, sure. But Perlman's like pronunciation wasn't great. He could have worked at it and got there, but uh, Perlman like made the decision like, no. What if And Hill is an American who is down in Mexico to get his inheritance from his uncle and just fucking hates being down there. Sure, sure. So he's he's not taking a whole lot of time to learn the language. He's mad all the time, and that kind of led into that characterization.
1: It's another one of those things where. He's constantly speaking. Uh-huh. Like he, he's speaking English, but he can definitely understand everybody right. when they speak Spanish. But like, Jesus never speaks English. No, but he also completely understands Perlman every time he speaks English. Right. So it was just kind of one of those things. So, um, but uh, they one of my one of my favorite movies of all time. As does that mm-hmm. in a significantly less elegant way, in right? A <laughs> significantly more hilarious way. But yeah, we'll I, get into that. I know what you're talking about, and I love that. Of, yes, we'll get into that some <laughs> other time, but. Um, anyway, go on. Uh...
0: Th- was that it? I think that was basically it.
1: can <laughs> okay, continue, Chris. What, what happens next?
0: Well, uh, <laughs> I mean, if you want me to, I can talk more about uh, Perlman's character because, um, Del Toro had wanted the two American characters, uh, the uncle and his nephew, to be kind of, like, stereotypical Americans. Oh, boy. Because, like, he was so tired of Hollywood movies having stereotypical Mexicans in them. <laughs> And he was like, okay, like, fine, yeah, we'll set this movie in Mexico, we'll have, like, the really sympathetic characters be Mexican, and then we're gonna have these two assholes from America who are the villains, and just act like thuggish jerks the entire time.
1: One of my favorite things about foreign films is the stereotypical Americans. Right. That is the best. Yes, I, yeah, so, Oh, God, I love that. That's what
0: he, that's what he was going with this, and Pearlman was just like, hell yes, this is amazing, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Great, good, love it. Yeah. All but right. I, I like this movie a lot. All right. This, yeah. this is... This was a good place like, a it's, it's
1: probably not one that I I would watch again, but um I, I can't say it was a bad movie. No, it, I I liked it a lot. And it, it was definitely Del Toro. You yeah You could definitely yeah. tell.
0: Like this is his first real thing that he's done and it's like got his fingerprints all over
1: it. Mm-hmm. All right, so with that, unless you have anything else, nope, I think I'm good. Uh, we should probably head on over to a Z Crunch. Oh man. Cuz are you people are vampires? And all your stories are
0: stale And though you pretend to stand by us I know you're certain we'll fail Cause all you people are vampires And all your stories are stale And though you pretend to stand by us I know you're certain we'll fail
1: So, welcome back, Um, uh, or if you skipped to the crunch, uh, welcome, Um, because I I think I should start acknowledging that, that there might be people that just skip directly to the crunch. Yeah, seriously. Not even just for trigger warning purposes, but for people who don't really give a damn about the uh, coverage
0: of the movie. Yeah, about us yabbering about it for a bit. Yeah, Um, but... So, yeah, uh, while this movie does have a monster, it's not, like... One who's going to be thrown down and fights a whole lot, you know? Right. Um, so what I came up with was the Marbled Vampire.
1: Okay. And I'll, also, I also think it's worth mentioning that in most other uh, crunches, I tend to look over what you've done beforehand. Oh, okay. This time I did not. Oh, okay. So well, this is I am going to be completely blind on this
0: one as well. Gotcha, so. gotcha. Uh, what we got going on here is I took the Vampire stat block from Raw D&D and... I, instead of making, like, this is exactly the monster from the movie, I was like, okay, if Jesus had lived for a long time, or if this was the alchemist, like, what type of vampire would that have eventually become? Okay. That's so a, that's I,
1: probably a more interesting take on what, what you could have done. Right. So. so,
0: our marbled vampire here is a uh, medium undead, usually lawful neutral. Sure. Yeah, I get that. Yep. Uh, it's the, not
1: like they're evil or anything no. in this.
0: It's just... The, the basic stat blocks here from armor class down to saving throws and all that is same as the Raw Vampire. I changed nothing on that until we get down to damage resistances. Okay. So if you look at the Raw Vampire, that's what you got. Okay. But when we get down here to damage resistances, uh, we've got quite a few changes. All right. Uh, our, our boy here is resistant to necrotic, poison, and psychic. And then bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing from non-magical attacks that aren't adamantine. Okay. okay, and there's a reason for that. Sure, hit me with your reasons. Um, the reason is I merged the vampire with some of the uh, basic, like traits that constructs have.
1: Okay, okay.
0: Because I I got in the idea that this was a vampire who was a living statue.
1: Okay, I get that because of the the marbled appearance right.
0: and stuff. I mean, there's... and the fact that he is made from a device.
1: Okay, I dig it.
0: So that's what's going on here. Uh, As a result, he also has condition immunities to charmed, paralyzed, petrified, and poisoned. Okay. Uh, Dark vision up to 120 feet. Passive perception of 17. Uh, Challenge of 13, just like your regular vampire. Sure. Proficiency bonus of plus 5. All right. All right, now we get into his traits. And this is where he differs a lot from the raw vampire because he doesn't have the shape-changing abilities of the vampire, and most of the vampiric weaknesses. Because vampires somehow. in broad in D&D also have things where like they can't use their abilities if they're standing and running water and stuff like that. Right, right. Which, as far as we know, these vampires don't have.
1: Yeah, we don't see we don't, we don't see, see it that. anyway. Yeah.
0: yeah. So there's no reason to assume. Right. Okay, so first we have the immutable form, um, which is, makes the uh, marbled vampire immune to any spell or effect that would alter his form. Sure. You can't polymorph this guy, just like a construct. Okay. He has Legendary Resistances, three a day. So that's if he would fail a saving throw, he can decide not to. Okay. Magic Resistance. He has advantage on saving throws against spells and other magical effects. Sure. Magic Weapons. All of his uh, weapon attacks are magical. Okay. Regeneration. Uh, He regains 20 hit points at the start of his turn as long as he's got one and isn't in sunlight. If he takes Radiant Damage, uh, this trait doesn't function. That's like a regular vampire except for the running water thing. Okay. Sunlight hypersensitivity. Okay. Or if he's in the sunlight, he takes 20 radiant damage if it starts his turn there. Sure. And then a trait I called a natural unbirth. Okay. Which so is this is, this is, is the a first new one. one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the marbled vampire also counts as a construct for abilities, spells, and traits. Okay. The vampire is discernible as an unnatural creature on a DC 14 insight check. Okay, so... So, just looking at this guy, you can tell that there's something not right about him. He can't pass as human. Sure, sure. Okay, I dig that. I dig that a lot. We got multi-attacks. He can make two of his attacks, uh, only one of which can be a bite. Sure. An armed strike. um, Melee weapon attack, plus nine to hit. One creature. Hit uh, does an average of eight damage. Bludgeoning damage, excuse me. And instead of dealing damage, he can grapple the target.
1: That's vampire bomb standard,
0: so... And then we've got his bite attack, which is just like the uh regular vampires, except it doesn't make vampire thralls if they're buried in soil. <laughs> so if he attack if he hits somebody, he does uh seven on average damage plus ten necrotic damage. Hit point total is reduced by amount to the necrotic damage taken, and vampire regains hit points equal to that amount. Uh the target dies if. This effect reduces its hit points to zero. Sure. And then he's got legendary actions. Uh, he can take three legendary actions, just like normal. He can move, not provoking attacks of opportunity.
1: Okay, so he's super quick.
0: Yep. Um, he can make one arm strike, or he can make a bite attack. For two actions. For two actions. Okay. Like I said, I basically just took your bog-standard vampire and smooshed him together with, like, the stone golem.
1: Okay, I dig it it's a unique that's a unique um kind of uh skin for uh-huh. the for the vampire um, i was
0: like i didn't want to just do another vampirey vampire like because sure, there's already sure. plenty of those in and D. oh
1: absolutely and
0: so this one is a little bit harder to take down just because of all of his immunities or resistances and stuff like that and the fact that he's resistant to bludgeoning piercing and slashing from non-adamantine instead of silvered right which is a construct thing. So he's not super complicated, but I think he's a little harder to take down than regular vampires. Just because of the resistances and all that.
1: I think so. Um, I have one note. Okay. And more of, more of an idea or a brainstorm, and feel free to shoot it down uh-huh. if you want. But um, why not include a... Um, because And I say this because I do see it a lot in mm-hmm. creature stat blocks, where... If he is reduced to zero hit points and, you know, quote-unquote killed, Mm -hmm. he returns to life after so much time has passed, usually like a certain amount of days, unless his heart is destroyed.
0: That would probably be a real good thing to include in here. I hadn't thought about that, but that would be a real good thing to to shove in here somewhere.
1: So, okay. I don't Um, know. I can always add that okay. uh, in before I upload
0: him, but okay. I, I think
1: that would be the only Yeah, no that here. that's
0: a really good idea.
1: And I know a lot of times we'll say like, "Oh, that can be in the flavor portion no, but of I it." No, I think but that
0: needs to be mechanical on this, dude. It does because
1: there's a lot of other creatures that have that.
0: Yeah, yeah, that no, effect. that would be so, that'd be a good idea.
1: All right. So then we'll add that in probably like Yeah, as long if is as, as long as his heart is intact, he returns to life after like 1d6 days. Something because like I mean, that, yeah. we see in the movie Jesus is at, a, at the wake and like preparing for that kind of thing takes a little bit more than twenty four yeah. hours. Yeah, yeah. So I think uh, like one to six days kind of I, yeah situation I think that work pretty yep. good. So, um, all right, then I think that's a wrap on him. All I, right, I don't see anything else to really do with him? Um, yeah, I think I think you got a solid uh, a solid statue boy. Cool. So. Well, all right then, Chris. Um, yeah. So next week,
0: uh, yeah, you're taking control is
1: next week. Yeah. <laughs> for the first time. Yeah, and yes, is.
0: you're you're heading next week's. Yes, I. Even am. though I kind of picked the movie,
1: you picked all of the movies for this, but you're <laughs> you were a better suited for this anyway. Um, but. That's fine. I can yeah. I can do whatever. But uh we've next got a week. G- good one next week. We do I do. I do have a good one next week. Uh we've got one of uh, Del Toro's more popular or well known mm-hmm. movies. Uh, we are covering Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah. Which I'm very excited for. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. As always, we do really appreciate it. Uh if you do enjoy the show, I don't think we mention it too much, and I think it's kind of goes without saying, but it uh it doesn't hurt to say mm-hmm. if you do enjoy it. Spread the word, tell your friends, tell your family, you know, tell the, the random stranger on the street. I don't care. Yeah. Um, we ne- We would love for this to spread a little bit, uh, try to get some more visibility. Um, but uh, also, if for whatever reason you listen to this and don't like it for any reason, I want to hear from you. Honestly, <laughs> I want to hear from you. I've been putting a lot of thought into this show and trying to figure out how to make it better. And... Like as much as I love hearing from friends and family, like yeah, you're doing great. I love the show. Yeah, there you go. Like I love that. That's great. But I want to know what I'm doing wrong so that I can fix it.
0: <laughs> oh man. So anyway. I don't know about that. <laughs> I know. I, don't worry, Chris. Feel them to me. I, I and, am um, afraid of everything.
1: A, <laughs> Chris is a sensitive, sensitive thing. <laughs> what are you, Chris? You're a sensitive clock man in a clock suit.
0: <laughs> sure, man. Whatever. That's what you said earlier. Anyway. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um. But yeah, no. Try to try to avoid sending to Chris. They're uh sensitive to this yeah. i am a little bit more open you're hardy you're i'm harder <laughs> than that i will only cry for a maximum of like three hours i will never stop um but yeah thank you so much for listening um if you would like to reach out to us to let us know how i'm doing how we're doing uh or anything else you can email us uh you can get hold of us creature crunch podcast at gmail.com or you can shout at us on twitter at creature crunch um please join our patreon uh you can do so at the one dollar or five dollar levels uh one dollar is just kind of a tip jar no benefits just kind of helps us out we do appreciate that uh or the five dollar level will get you some extra bonuses um experimental episodes our critter kibbles bonus episodes where we cover other Other stuff from the movies yeah tangentially related or just other things from the movies inspired Mm -hmm. by the movies whatever um we also have that's where we're spearheading a new show that i we might bring over to the main feed at some point uh mm-hmm. chris do you want to talk about that a little yeah bit? uh
0: that is comics crunch which is basically this but for weirdo comic stuff we've done episodes on spider-man and his web shooters and one on the uh giant sized man thing so yeah and those were those are super fun
1: um and like I said, we might turn those into mainstay episodes. But if you want like a, a preview of yeah. anything or other stuff... They'll, they'll be going to stuff, the Patreon first. Exactly. Um, but yeah, you can find that at patreon.com slash creaturecrunch. And then if you just want to check out the stat blocks for these little critters that we've made, mm-hmm. at least the publicly available ones... Uh, there's a link in the description here. Uh, there's a link on our Twitter, but you can also find them uh, under my old handle on DD Beyond, which is the underscore best underscore disguise. And then beyond that, uh, if you want to reach out to us individually, Chris, where can we find you?
0: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the library
1: C, that's C E E. And you can get a hold of me on Twitter at Danny underscore hamstake. And uh, we will see you guys in a week with Anne's Labyrinth.